0: We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of the California Penal League Podcast. I am Steve. With me as always is Fabs and Chris. And we are here to guide you down the home stretch of the regular season in baseball. For our Cleveland Indians, they are wrapping up their time as the Cleveland Indians, I realized Chris and I went to a game in the Brewers series. And unless you go to another one, Chris, I believe my last game seeing the Cleveland Indians in action will have been a no hitter.
0: So that was quite a way to wrap up my time <laughs> as an Indians fan. Uh, I'm actually going to go on Thursday. This episode will be out, but it's a scheduled seven inning affair. So that'll be my final game. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, hopefully in that game something better happens or you at least don't get like a perfect game. Well,
0: I can't see a no-hitter.
1: Well, at least not a uh, legal one, yeah. Yeah. So that's true. So my which that's... that's Unions have already experienced a non-legal seven-inning
0: no-hitter, so... (laughs) It sounds like they've lost the petition for... The uh, Oscar Mercado infield hit. I don't know if I've heard anything about that. There's some drama for you this season. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna, it's like, I'm Hey, gonna, did we get,
0: it's like, Hey, did we get no
1: hit three did times? We get or credit,
0: four? Did, did we get credited <laughs> with that hit? That was a hit. <laughs>
2: Jesus. Or no. Oh, sadness. God. Oh, just tremendous. So, sadness.
0: I will say
1: as we just kind of dive right in and uh, as the Indians make their, make their, you know, I wouldn't say sad March, but you know, just a march, let's call it, to the to the end of the season. I, for one, am excited to see if they can cross the five hundred mark. We'll see. You know, they've got they're ending the year with uh the what four games against the White Sox because of that double ladder five, five games. It's five? It's five games. Oh, you're double right. better Thursday. That's right. And then the three games, yep, on the weekend. Yeah. Okay, so five. Five with the White Sox, and then they close it out again at Kansas City uh in, in uh, Texas next week. So or the week that this comes out. So when you're listening to this, you will uh most likely be eagerly awaiting that final Royals Indians series. So yeah, we'll see if they hit five hundred. I mean, you know, the White Sox are uh, you know, trying to gear up for the playoffs, so we'll see. <laughs> There's a little bit of uh pressure for the Indians, but Aside from that, the other big thing is that the Indians kicked the living shit out of the Yankees in that weekend series. That was uh, outscoring them like what? 22 to like four or something like that. Some like insane number. So anytime you can hurt the Yankees playoff chances, that's not and a And knocked thing. them out of
0: the wild card spot.
1: Yep. So going into as of right now, I mean, again, this will definitely change, but the Yankees are out of the wild card by like what a half game. So. I mean by the time you hear this they might even be back in it but you know that that's the one level of, that's like the one like point of like drama left cuz most of the divisions are like sewn up and mm-hmm. even the NL wild card it's like all of a sudden it's like the Dodgers and Cardinals and then everybody else just fell off the face of the earth so that one's almost kind of like gone but the drama in the AL wild, card, wild card's been fun to watch you got the Red Sox the Blue Jays And then the Yankees are a half game out, and then behind them are the uh, Mariners, and then the Athletics, who like play each other like six times to end the year. So, very you gotta give credit to the Mariners. Obviously, one of those teams
2: is out. We just assumed the Mariners would fade, you know, in April, and I'm I'm happy for their fans who are still clinging to that beating the Yankees in '95 in the uh, divisional series as the highlight of their franchise. Oh. And that hundred eleven win season. Yes, the when, when, they the got, two,
1: two when they got two milestones, annihilated by the Yankees in the ALCS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, couldn't like, even, couldn't even get to the World it. Series, <laughs> and then wasted, and then entire wasted uh, Ichiro's entire career. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. I mean. Really, right? I mean I mean mean, I love the guy. You're not it's kind of it's it's a Mike Trout situation where I'm getting bitter at the Angels for shitting away two generational talents.
2: Yeah. It's it's very gross and sad to I mean, I even though I know this would impact the Indians, you know, postseason, unless they expand, that's why that's another reason I'm hoping they expand the wild card. Not only does it help the Indians, but I can then root for other teams. To, like, make the postseason. Like, I can I can root for the Angels to do something with, like, to discover that pitching is significant in the game of baseball. And to make an investment in that <laughs> so that we can see Shohei Otani, you know, pitch game one of a postseason game and be batting fourth. I want to see that. That would be awesome. Yeah.
1: I know. Just, like, do whatever you have to do. Like, expand it to, like, 12 teams in each yeah. league. I don't even care. Just get the Angels in.
2: They should just do it I retroactively this year. In. They should do it <laughs> retroactively and just be like, uh, how many do we need? Okay, yeah, just put them in. And I and yeah, I can't wait to there. see see Shohei and Mike Trout go back to back two times in a, a playoff game and then lose twelve to four.
0: That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well whenever the Angels do make it just hold on to those ticket stubs because uh <laughs> Yes. It'll be a distant memory memories. three years later. Yeah. I was, yeah.
1: Make sure to never forget what you were doing or where you were at that day because uh it may not come again. But I mentioned you mentioned Mike Trout. The I did see a stat come through today that I thought was quite nice. So over the last twenty seasons, there have only been one, two, three seven instances where a player has had 15 home runs and 15 stolen bases after the all-star break. So doesn't happen a lot and hasn't happened much at all over the last, like 20 years. Hasn't happened at all in nine years until the most recent AL player of the week, Jose Ramirez has done it this year. So 15 homers and 15 stolen bases after the all-star break. The last guy to do that was Mike Trout in 2012. So,
2: once Instead again, special.
1: dude, he's going to have 40 home runs and 100 RBIs this year.
0: Yeah, God, we're
2: going to love him so much.
0: We're officially we're officially Most starting the hashtag as we discussed prior to this episode. Hashtag pay Jose. Yep. Pay Jose, baby. Lock I don't they know. Got how to, right. They, gotta do it. they have to from a marketing standpoint, because there's still a number of fans who don't like the name change. If you want any goodwill moving forward, you lock him up for four more years, five more years, whatever it is. I mean, you have him for two.
2: There's a cross section of people who chanted lock her up who are also mad about the name change. So let's switch it. Let's be positive now and do lock him up, but about extending Jose Ramirez. Yes. Oh, I'm
1: sorry I am sorry, I forgot that we have they uh closed out with a uh, weekend series against the Rangers in Texas. Yeah totally forgot about that series. But the thing that I was gonna ask you, Chris, did you see did you see like a different like trade rumor about Jose Ramirez? Because you put it in the notes. Yeah, I did. Oh my god. Where did you see this?
0: Didn't Jim I, Bowden. Jim Bowden the and the athletic. Of his like ten most likely um off season trade buzz names and Jose was number one on his list.
1: That's crazy. It's
0: just to me. clickbait lazy journalism from a guy outside of the market is how I chalk it up. Yep. To me
1: that just screams like you you know, like you said, it's somebody who's like outside the market, doesn't pay attention to what
0: the Indians are trying to do or trying he really to has no pulse on the franchise yep. because I'm sorry, Nolan Jones hasn't shown me anything that warrants a full time gig at third base, let alone anywhere on the diamond. I mean, he's also 22, so we have time with him. But right, but like, but also, like, you know,
1: Jose Ramirez is operating on one of the—I mean—is operating on the best deal in baseball, uh, which is exactly why the team should, you know, and should have the flexibility to like give him a few more years.
2: And they and, and say they're the, going to spend money this yeah. off-season. I'd rather than just extend him. Like, I—I'm cool another year. Like, let's see where, like, because I. I firmly believe a couple of things, real quick. I firmly believe uh, they're going to extend the wild card, like the wild card field. And I think that in and of itself makes the Indians playoff team next year. And I firmly believe we would be in a wild card position had our pitching staff not been absolutely decimated by injuries. Like, you have to if you aren't going to extend jose ramirez when your payroll is as low as it is you're not going to extend anybody so that gives me like me as a fan that tells me like i have no hope of seeing any of my guys that i like on this franchise extended you know beyond maybe like they might eat up a couple years of arbitration or hope to get like a jose sweetheart deal like but to have a guy be an indian forever that that's or a guardian forever that would be a pipe dream if they don't do anything to extend him.
1: And it's like pretty rare to be in a position where you already have him on this incredibly friendly deal. You're at a point in the sort of franchise where I would say if the Indians were at a point where they were like ready to blow it up, where they were like, Oh, we held on to like too many guys for too long. And we way overextended ourselves and we are out of contention And, like, we don't have a farm system. We have no young guys. Like, it's it's desolate. I would say, I I would be like, yeah, we probably should trade them. Like, that's the time. But we're not in that boat, so thank God. (laughs) Thank God, Like I mean, yeah. No, really. It's like, you know, again, people don't give the team enough credit for, like, avoiding situations like that. But, you know, you look at where this team is situated for next year, not only with what's on the roster now in some places. There's still a lot of holes, but, like, pitching especially is going to be pretty exciting. And then all the young talent coming up, it's like they're in a unique position where Jose Ramirez is at that exact right age to be like the veteran on the team that even for like the next like five to six years would help this team potentially run its way up to contention. Because like typically what happens is teams that go to the World Series have older rosters. And so it would be conceivable that By the time the Indians are potentially or the Guardians got to get used to saying that once the Guardians are probably in that window, you're going to have guys that are going to be like over 30. And like Jose Ramirez would be like probably 30, 31, 32. Well, he just turned 28. So, yeah, in like three to four years, you would think that that would probably be the time the purest like window would be for them if everything goes right for this team and its development. Because I think back to think Um, about like, think about 2013 when they made the playoffs. I'm thinking 2013, then 2016
0: when they went to the World Series. So you're looking at like a three-year window. Or at least like a run-up, you know what I mean? Process to get run-up, yeah. I don't know. I think given the pitching that they have and the farm system seems to be a lot better than that 2013 squad from what I can recall. That I think next year you gotta get back to the playoffs. So then I don't know, I would even say twenty twenty three. Really, you should start to really be taken more seriously versus just as a team that gets into the playoffs. Yeah.
2: With the because pitching they have yeah.
0: With the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the pitching that we have and with the, the trade bait that we have where you can go out and augment the team with a couple pieces, I really don't think the lineup is as bad as a lot of people make it out to be. There are holes. And this is something that I want to study a little bit further before we kind of do our you know, look at the roster, but just thinking about it, I mean, you're one through five are pretty locked in for the next six years.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And Mm -hmm. there's even guys, and there's even guys at the bottom of the lineup that you have penciled in that might be more defensive stalwarts that, you know, start, like Arias, like Jimenez, where they might not be hitting 300, but they're going to be playing short. One of those guys is going to be playing shortstop for you. I mean, you can't rely on it. On, gotta um got to be Arias. Right? Your- I think one of those two. I don't know. I is just
1: two. like kill- like so many guys on the roster right now. He's yeah,
0: but you know what? <laughs> what I mean, you don't know what he's going to be bat wise. He's had a nice season in, in AAA, but those numbers always, you know, don't always equate to major league success.
2: Right. So, and I'll,
0: I will say this you I know, maybe credit- those guys are 250, 260 hitters. Yeah. But play stellar defense. I mean, I'll take that. I would take, I'll take, I'll take that from like a
2: guy in my lineup. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done with the 220. Like he's a gold glove, but he hits 200. Okay. Well, there's guys who aren't that, who can. That's Jackie Bradley
0: off. Jr. I mean, that's, you, you just, <laughs> you just described Jackie Bradley Jr. Who people exactly. were clamoring yes. for last offseason. Yes. <laughs> Dude, he <laughs> like, fell, he well, really fell off my radar. There, did he? Like, did he completely fall off the map this year? Dude, when we were at that Brewers game, you know he was their starting like center fielder, I think. And I was was like, he really? I didn't even notice. I was like, oh because I was chasing my I kids around. Forgot Jackie Jackie Bradley Jr. was even in the <sighs> big leagues anymore. I knew He's he signed with the Brewers.
2: One sixty three. Wow. 163. A negative point for a war. <sighs> Holy God. But hey, you know what? On the brewer squad,
0: if you like, if he's that one just like automatic out, kind of like our catchers have been this whole year. You know, I'll take one of those in a nine man lineup if they're gonna play like amazing defense. I mean, gold. It's got to be gold glove defense. Yeah, I mean, their outs above average has to be like
1: top tier. He has to be. If Arias is going to be hitting like two forty, he better have like he better be like a top three shortstop in baseball at that point. Or else, like, what the hell are we doing? But I will
2: say, who's hitting two twenty? Who? Like Lindor, who's Oh Lindorke?
1: He almost crossed (laughs) two thirty. Sleepy, sleepy, Frankie. Yep sleepy
0: frankie is that a new nickname yeah n- nap time nap time frankie i don't know we're workshopping it
2: <laughs> we'll call him rip Rip, family call we'll call him rip, okay, rip i'm rip. into it
1: <laughs> I because i'll pose this question to you guys because i've seen a lot of people clamoring for like the team to call up oscar gonzalez to call up whoever, you know, just anybody at down there where they're like, well, get him some time. Arias would was another. I think I've liked that the Indians have played out the string on some of these guys this year to give them as much of a chance as possible to try and like prove themselves. Case in point being, I think at this point it's like, okay, we probably know for the most part what we're getting with like a Bradley Zimmer and an Oscar Mercado. But I will say that one guy that I've been, you know, very interested in over the last two months, well, I would say since August 20th, let's say. So literally over a month, Yu Chang is hitting 300 and showing some decent pop and playing pretty well with regular at-bats. And so it's super painful sometimes. I mean, case in point being yet another no-hitter and like games where like, they have 11 strikeouts and like one hit, but like, I don't know. It's probably better to do that than be like, well, what can Oscar Gonzalez show me over the course of like seven games? Sure. And like 20 at bats or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I, where do you fall on that? Like, should they be? I, I know they only have a couple spots, but like,
0: yeah. It's like mean, what, would that, what would that accomplish? The September call-ups aren't what they used to be. I mean, you only, the rosters only expand to 28. Yeah, I think with the outfield, I, I would say, you know what you're going to get from Zimmer and Mercado. It is fourth outfield-esque numbers. Uh, they play a nice defense, and uh, I would think one will be on the team next year, and the other will be in Columbus, like we were saying prior to the our discussion, as kind of like an in-case-of-emergency well, I'm not I mean, even I'm sure one of those. I'm what they have in Columbus, though. But no, I, I think one will, because I think you're going to roll with new left fielder, straw, and Harold to start the season. And then I think in Columbus, you're going to have, and then, you know, Mercado probably, or Zimmer, probably Zimmer as the fourth. And then I think in Columbus, you have a couple of these young guys who are showing some promise that to start the season will stay in Columbus because that's just the Indi or Indians. And I don't see a name change changing how they operate the front office, but I don't think you're going to see Oscar Gonzalez or even a, um, Steven Kwan who we'll get into a little bit later making the debut with the team in March when they break from camp. I just don't. And that's not a slight on any of those guys. I just think that they're going to keep them down as long as possible, manipulate that extra year
1: service time. I don't know if they'd care so much about that. I think it'll just depend on if they sign somebody for the outfield. If they don't sign anybody, it's game on for everybody to, but like, if like
0: sure, if it's game, I but I think they're gonna make a move. I think they have to make a move yeah, based on I the forty agree. man. There's there's not enough roster spots. I think you gotta
2: unload like five or six of these guys somewhere. Yeah. To answer your question, like I like it because I think it can for a franchise like the Indians that is not gonna just go out and buy a bunch of dudes. It helps provide hope. It, when a team's like on the fringe, like we are, and a, if a guy starts raking, even if it's over a w- course of a week and a half, it's like, oh my god! Like you get amped for next season. And then if some of your, it, it, it's great because you can just play it either way. Because then if your guys aren't doing well, it's like, oh well, they only got like two weeks of at bats. So like let's let's give them time. But I can't. I think it can provide like a decent amount of hope and and, and allow you to pencil in maybe a position or two. Uh, going into next season. So I don't think it hurts getting, getting, uh, more at bats because, you know, we've talked about it a bunch of times, like we're going to have to make some difficult decisions next year. We have so many guys in the, the middle infield. We have like, we need to solve this outfield at some point, um, with how good, you know, like we're the, like, I think we're at what the youngest team in baseball are like one of the top three young, youngest teams in baseball. So, yeah. So it's like not dire that next year's our window. Like we have a decent enough window if we play this right. But with the pitching, we, we saw how fragile that can be. And when you when you're you discover a gym like Cal Quantrill and McKenzie starts coming on strong, you now know go into next season knowing like one through five, we have the most overall depth of any team at pitching with our with our starting rotation. Like no other, no other team can go one through five like we can. And so like that Possibly right even there four through six. You, Right. Right there, you're better than anybody in the AL at that thing. And so that should already inspire hope. And then like I'd argue you said, the bullpen too? I would yeah, just the bull, argue pitching in general. Top top five, top seven bullpen, like you're really set there and you control those dudes for like three to five years. And so I, I think you we got to just start get the guys up here you start seeing if any of them are going to be a long-term solution for next year because if they if they announce during this uh during this agreement that's that might cause a stoppage hopefully not that they're gonna expand the field the second they expand this the uh, the wild card field like the expectation is we we should be in the playoffs there's no reason if we're healthy there is no reason that we shouldn't be in a a 12-team uh, expanded playoff, or, or whatever it's seven, to yeah. seven or eight, or whatever it's going to be. You'd agree
0: with that. I was going to just circle quickly back to Chang specifically, too. It is nice that he has played well, and I'm just curious to see what happens. I, I could see him battling Ahmed Rosario for the second-base job to start the season. I could also see him, like, being the first baseman that
1: I, I could see first
0: baseman. I could oh, see wow.
1: Yu Chang being the first baseman next year, like in a yeah. weird twist of fate. I could see them being like, you're it because we don't have anybody else. And we went and got this outfielder and maybe like, now here's another crazy idea that has, that they've started. I know they're doing this to give some rest to some guys and have Jose like DH or whatever, but like, Fran Mills back in right field baby I'm wondering like are they at l- are they at least considering the Franmil for some starts in right field to alleviate like like say this like it all depends. again it all depends on the roster construction in the offseason and what they do outside of the organization but like sure if you're trying, because like there's such a logjam of like positions and stuff That if you were thinking about like opening up some space in some places and saving a roster spot, when especially when like Naylor comes back, having Fran Mill play right field even a few times a week suddenly makes it like an interesting proposition with some of the younger guys. But I mean, I don't know how much I like that on a regular basis but i could see like that it gives you the flexibility yeah i could see y- yu
0: chang though being first baseman look at like the dodgers right they have guys who can play multiple positions they have like five guys playing like four spots it's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah which is which just blows your mind and i i start i'm starting to see that with us a little bit tampa's another team Tampa obviously doesn't have oh, the World Series oh, yeah. trophy, so uh well this year. I, they will this year. Yeah. I'm they might this year, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to um not trying to get you uh, all riled up here and uh hot and bothered, Steve. Oh well, you are. Uh I will Steve um, is
2: at midnight right now. Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot this was He's on like media. give it to me, guys. Give it to <laughs> me. Give me all the Rays talk. I thought I um, turned my camera off. No, sir. We see it all. (laughs) But that, that just having that roster flexibility gives you so many options. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he kind of caught me off guard with that first base, but you make a valid point and getting even 20 games out of race in the outfield. That's, you know, that's, that's something, right? Yeah, I just I'm just thinking about
1: like I'm trying to be you know as realistic and practical as possible. It's like there are outfielders. There's there's a lot of potential outfielders in the system. And
0: it's just I just like, don't a, think you're going to see him March no, 30th. No, I I agree. For the home opener. I think you're probably right that like someone like Zimmer is probably going to be like the fourth outfielder. And you know what? I'm cool with those guys being the fourth outfielder because they. I know, I've narrowed it down to Mercado and Zimmer because I think Dalen Johnson is gone. I just don't get that. I don't. I, it's, it makes like, no sense. He's like Yu Chang to me, where it's like, just give him the regular at bats and let's just see, see what, what, what happens. See what he can do. But all three of those guys were playing all three outfield spots and. To me, that's just like them trying to figure out, hey, can these guys handle right field one day, left field the next day? You know, they play three games a week as your fourth outfielder and give you good defense and fingers crossed, at least maybe hit league average of 240, which none of them has decided that they would like to do. (laughs) <laughs> like Like fully Yes. Like they're just like And, and the, the maddening thing is And we talked about this before coming on Like I think Zimmer was like 84 OPS and Mercado was like 82 And it's just like You guys are like Kind of there If you can yeah. get to like 90 I'll take that as a Fourth outfielder Yeah Like, you guys are just, like, so damn close, but neither one wants to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not truthful. I know they want to do it, but.
1: I was just going to say, just imagine if, like, Zimmer could cut down his strikeout rate from, like, 33% to, like, 23? Like, cut down it by 10%. He probably raises his average to the numbers we're talking about and has a far more respectable line. As opposed to, like, you know, he'll have a week where he, like, hits, like, two gargantuan home runs and then, like, goes on that – goes on, like, a – I don't know what kind of funky he is in right now, but, like, striking out, like, three times a game. Like, it's yeah. pretty nuts.
2: Assuming we're not doing the whole, like, platoon thing, it, if either of them is your, like, fourth outfielder where they're coming in, you know, for rest or as a backup for injuries – like, that's a good sign. Like, I'm that I I'm okay with that. But I, I don't want either of these guys, like, in the regular. If, if they're not going to have a dramatic change, like, you can't progress through the postseason if, like, one of your core outfielders is in the 220s and striking out the clip they strike out with without significant power. I mean, I guess theoretically, yeah, if that is possible. But, like, we don't. We don't have any outfield pop. Like that's been the story of the Indians for like fifteen years. That we, we don't hit, have any outfield find, average. Like we don't have. Yeah, we can't find any hitting in the outfield. It just we will insanity. we will forever like, pay like, for our sins of.
1: We will forever pay for the sins of not signing Michael Brantley. Apparently,
2: yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's insane that we once had you know Albert Bell and Manny Ramirez like roaming the outfield and. Terrifying the staff. Well, and that's why
0: I think we all love Harold Ramirez too. We're like willing to overlook his like only six home runs. We're like, right, yeah, dude's hitting like 270. We're like, dude, he's putting the bat on the
2: ball. He's he's putting the ball in play, and straws hitting like 300. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, and and that's and dude, I'll take those two averages without the power if I'm getting good defense and my third outfielder has pop, like that's fine. Just and I, if, if, if we can gonna, find that I think cool. There's a couple names
0: out there. I mean, I threw out Jesse Winker last week as I a possible trade. I love it. Candidate. That's a dude who can hit 300 and also get you like 25 home runs. That's yeah. the kind of guy I think that they make a good faith effort to go and try to trade for
2: and if that's maybe, the only, that's the only move, him, I'm but, cool. I'm like happy. I'm set with this team. If that's the only like significant move they make in the offseason, if they do that and extend Jose, oh, oh dude, my if god! They, here are the two okay, moves. If they went let's and get acquired, crazy
1: for a second, they get crazy. I'll get crazy after
0: you. I'm gonna get crazy for just one second. Extend. They 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 make the trade for Winker. Extend Jose, and extend. Beaver, so that is crazy. Do we have a parade <laughs> down East Ninth? <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, that's the, what's, that's that's eight year window. Like that's an eight year window you're talking about. That is with that, with, that your opens pitching, that window with your pitching with your with your two best hitters, and you have Winker under under control for like, for like five four seasons. or five
0: years.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what I think I'm gonna get. I'll get. I'll take the crazy down a notch. And what I think would be like the okay. ideal offseason would be like you trade you I think you could trade for Winker. I think that's doable. You trade for Luke Voigt and then you extend Jose and so you go into next year with Luke Voigt as your first baseman, Jesse Winker as your new outfielder left fielder I would think and then then yeah. you got you got your you know the face of your franchise locked up. I don't Bieber, I think it's a pipe dream even though he got hurt this year. Shoulder injury. I could see him maybe having a change of heart with that. And like the next deal that the Indians put forth, him being like, Yeah, I'll take this because you never know. But I also, if he comes back next year, I could see him. I love that. that." But, but like, dude, dude, I think like offseason. Oh, yeah, those guys are attainable. I mean, Luke Voigt, especially because the Yankees are so utterly fucked when it comes to like the contracts and like who they have that
0: assuming they they want to keep Anthony Rizzo. I would say they kind of weirdly, I get this vibe that they do. Yeah. Cause he's a lefty. Yeah. They, they want him like, cause he's a lefty. That's I, I, get, I just get a vibe that they kind of want to keep him. You
1: know who I, you know who I think actually could get traded based on the like contract situation and like all the insanity of, of all the moving parts. I think Aaron judge will get traded. That's my big prediction. Mm. I think they move judge.
2: If they took some of his contract, would you do a judge for Bieber straight up swap? No, no. Judge gets too, hurt way too much. Judge is I'm way older,
0: also. Like, then what people if Judge yeah. is like twenty nine?
2: Okay, what if what if you're putting Fran on right and Judge is just your DH? I mean, that'd be tasty, but I'd be Steve pretty Steve jacked like, up. About paused. That. Yeah, Steve was um, like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> In that context, keep him in a Goldberg-type like cage and just (laughs) unleash him every time he's gonna do an at bat, and then put him back in the cage to watch film. Yeah,
1: he's gonna hit. He hits like it's it's a home run or a single.
0: You're not running the second base. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and by having him DH, then he's not out there butchering. I mean, I guess Jose or Franville could butcher the. I mean, he certainly would. Well, couldn't you just convert Frambois to like a fucking
1: first baseman?
0: Like, yeah, how dude, just he was do that.
2: I, I, I would just do that. Just stand at first. He was working
0: war- on it this past <laughs> off season in the Dominican. So I, I mean. don't care if
2: every fifth throw to first goes past him. I'll take that <laughs> for our offense. Boy, you know, dude. Oh,
1: and we've just all is... of a
2: sudden written off Josh Naylor. He's out rehabbing. He'll be back. Then you'll need to do the void. He can come in and play left field. Once he's healthy.
1: I mean, judge is like very tantalizing to try and make a move for, her, but like realistically, I honestly don't even know if like the Yankees would make the trade. It's just that like, when I look at their contract situation and like the fact that they owe Stanton $33 million a year for like ever. Insane. And then Gallo has a huge deal or will well' do no, I think he has one or he's going to get one. And then yeah. if they re-sign Rizzo. And then also, their pitching has some like like Garrett Cole is making a ton of money and the, uh I think even Severino might be making decent money but like it's not tenable because if Aaron Judge is going to get another deal what are you going to give him
0: Yeah like he's going to make So like Judge is going to be 30 years old
2: a month into the season I I'm forever think- grateful that he came onto the scene that year we broke the home run streak and just tore my heart out
1: didn't they dominate him in that series?
2: He had like a billion strikeouts. He had a bunch of strikeouts, but he like had a good thing. He did really well in game four. And then he had mm-hmm. that clutch like home run snag for, mm-hmm. for Lindor. Oh, God. Three. He, oh,
0: you're right. Just because he's. Oh, that's for being yeah, six yeah. foot six helps you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we should have won that game like one to nothing. Yes. Yep. That was Carrasco pitching like the game of his life in Yankee Stadium.
2: That just shows you that, like, yeah, we want our payroll higher. Like it's going to increase. It, it sucks it got as low as it did, but it, there was a method to the madness, and you are probably going to see the rewards reaped in the next two to three years, uh, maybe even next season. But like, money doesn't always buy you like a ticket into the postseason. I mean, the Yankees are or at the least prime a championship. Example. Yeah, I mean, with Yankees, like they're right now, they're on the outside looking in. Mm, yeah, and, and their their division is so difficult, and it's just, like, save for the like Orioles, everyone in their division is going to make the playoffs, and maybe not them. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, goodness,
1: that and that's not going to get any easier anytime soon in that division. Like the Red Sox no. are always going to be there. The Blue Jays are on the upswing, and the Rays have a really good young. Core with young talent coming up, so like yep. the Yankees, if they don't make some like drastic changes to how they operate, they might actually be in some trouble because they're leaving themselves like because like believe it or not, the Yankees don't want to go over that luxury tax so heavily yeah. that they're paying like an ass load of money in that penalty. So they're actively trying to get their payroll like reduced. So like when you start giving out a hundred million dollars to like almost three players. That really limits
2: like what you can do, and yeah. two of them are consistently injured. Like they're ne- almost never there together.
1: Yeah, you think Stanton's worth thirty-three million dollars right now? It's insane. God no, yeah. he's barely hit. He's like two seventy right now. It's crazy,
2: and he's hurt all the time. You're right. So you could you could pay for almost three Jose Ramirez for one Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> It's yes, insane. Please. It's
1: insane. We don't know how good we have it with that guy, man.
2: How great would it be if like Dolan's like I guys, trust me, I saved all this money and I developed a cloning machine and then he clones eight <laughs> Jose Ramirez's. Like a well hey like they a doc, did receive they they like sign crowd. they did sign his younger brother.
0: Jose's? Who Jose has said yeah, who Jose said is better than him. Whoa. Let's go. No, that just the big brother, you know, puffing puffing smoke up his younger brother's butt. But see, but. that's
2: a smart, like, we want to extend you, keep everything in the family thing. Keep him happy, he, man. Even if his brother's literally like four foot five and is like three hundred and eight <laughs> pounds. Like it's like, yeah, we'll keep him in the yeah, double yeah, A yeah, ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're gonna um, promote him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he like, his bat, his helmet's on his backwards. Half the time.
2: 2.0.
0: <laughs>
2: he keeps forgetting, like, to tie his shoes and he keeps running out of them, like, to first yeah. base.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's hitting a robust zero point or uh, you know, point zero zero three.
0: So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one one hit and like 700 at bats
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> whatever Ooh. also it would be wise for us to note that anthony goes has made his reappearance in the major leagues as a pitcher yeah throwing straight gas yeah so he had Dude. i believe uh, A, we've now had three Olympians on this roster this year. Hell yeah. Uh, in Ryan LeVarneway, Daniel Johnson, and Anthony Goes. Tight. Ooh, also former Olympian Scott Casmir is starting for the uh, Giants this week as well, and former Indians, So that counts too. But he had like eight pitches. Goes had eight pitches, like tracked over 100 miles an hour, which is like, I think it was like something like the most. The most ever behind, like, Class A in, like, I don't know, since Danny Salazar or some shit. So, um, he's an intriguing... I'm glad they, like, have brought him up to get a little taste. Because if he gets his control in order, holy cow. They've invested a lot in him. Yeah. I'm interested.
0: He's an intriguing option for next year. So, here's another thing, too, with the bullpen. Karen check has been back down and seems in like the two starts that he's pitched, he's kind of figuring some things out mechanically and he's back up to like 96 97. You have goes with the 101 st- stuff to ma- match class A and then Henches is like yeah, I like apparently him. now the they've they kind of were like Listening to us and decided just to stick him in the bullpen. And now they're seeing his numbers tick up to ninety-seven ninety-eight. So yep. I know we were talking about this at the start of the year, but holy heck, I am so ready. I like I, I just want to hit fast forward to like February. I know,
2: man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fresh off a Browns Super Bowl. Exactly. are <laughs> yeah. exactly. Getting, get me to to that first week in
0: February, and I see the Browns win the Super Bowl, and then ten days later we get the pitchers and catchers. I love it. I love it. With like, uh, it's gonna you be know. like,
2: if that happens, I'm gonna like declare a rum springer in my house and just disappear for a month. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> if, month, I, find you guys. I,
2: I think I think three months is
0: is yeah well deserved oh yeah I I can't even, I think if the Browns won the
1: if the Browns take won the, the show Bowl, on the
0: road we go to Arizona just no no one would even live hear it me. up
1: no like I would be so I would be completely off the grid for for an unspecified amount of time if the like if the Browns won the like if I'm sitting on my couch as I am right now and like the Browns won the Super Bowl I would very quietly just get up and just walk out the door, and like then like one day my family would be eating dinner at the dinner table, like six months later, and I'd just come back and I would just like sit down and start eating with them as if like nothing happened.
2: When your wife sees you in the shower, you just have the biggest like brownie the elf like holding the Lombardi <laughs> trophy tattoo, tattoo on your back. And it's a whole like,
0: oh, back design.
1: <laughs> I was on a vision quest for six months, and then yeah. I also yeah. got this tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Your clothes are all tattered as well Yeah I'm wearing the same clothes But they're all just like
2: stained and yeah. oily <laughs> I'll only Yeah for like two weeks at work I'll just wear Browns jerseys Like I did that In my infinite per- professionalism As an HR executive uh, When the Cavs won I just wore LeBron jerseys And Kyrie jerseys for like two as weeks you after And they're like They're just like oh Like you you came to the office and that again That's that's cool, man. Interesting. But, so yeah. guess what?
0: I'm changing. I'm changing the work policy. Work oh, this is not AD.
1: mandatory. This yes. is
0: mandatory.
1: Uh, speaking Casual of merch, every when, day. Yeah, or you're all fired. When is the Guardians merch coming out? October.
0: I gotta assume November at the latest. Yeah, right before Christmas for holidays.
1: Because I need yep. it. I need it bad. I've seen yeah. some. They want really to push it for Christmas. Yeah. I've seen the Chinese jerseys floating around and uh, they look nice, but I want to see. There's stuff on eBay I've seen as well. Just like T-shirts. If my wildest dreams, I know you guys don't like the logo, but like if my wildest dreams come true and they have a hat, either if it's like the spring training hat or something with like that secondary logo with the wings, I'll be in.
0: Oh, I could totally see it being like a spring training. Oh, yeah. I want that on a hat. I think that'd be cool on a hat. I want it so bad. What's the other hat that typically is a little bit more fashion? The locker room hat. Oh, yeah. I love that they have the locker room hat. The bat, the batting practice hat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I could see that. I could totally Please. see that. I would love that, man. That'd be great. I don't think it'll be an on the field cap,
1: though. Ugh, maybe not this year. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe it could be like a, like, you know, the specialty jersey, you know, the Sunday jersey kind of thing. Suddenly they bust out some random old, like, vest looking jersey, like from the mid 2000s to scare us all.
0: That would be interesting. No. And no, also, I hate the vest jersey.
2: Hate it. I don't know why I ever thought we would, like, legitimately be the spiders. <laughs> In thinking about it, like, I was so like, like how,
1: despondent. Just.
2: I know like, how cool the merchandise <laughs> could have been, and it's just like, oh, that was never happening.
1: Yeah, it was like, I'm an idiot for like getting my hopes <laughs> I out. Is, was so I was, good like, to be true.
2: So convinced it would be that, and then I don't know why. Like, no.
1: Like, let's pick a mascot that like people that like a majority of people have like an insane fear about,
2: including myself. So let's roll with yeah. that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, i know hey as i said before we could have then spun it and gotten a lot of arachnophobia professionals to relocate to cleveland and just been the head of arachnophobia research and uh spun it like a web spun it like a web yeah they could have
2: made the uh I the, mean, the, like a, a spider house in center field for kids to visit
0: <laughs> like a butterfly house. Yeah. Or at least put like in the kid's clubhouse, like a climbing, like a rope climbing thing that looks like a spider web.
2: Oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, but yeah, I like that. Whatever. We're not I've named yet, I- after statues. Just remember that guys.
1: Yeah, we're, no matter what you what, no matter what you heard, they yeah. didn't na- name the team after the statues that are right outside the stadium. Don't you ever no. think the, that? What sucks that.
2: about this the statue location though? It's not even like you can have a fun tailgate. Like if the like if the Guardians are in the World Series, it'd be cool if the statues were like not on a bridge where people are going to be driving. Because then, like, you could have fans like having a whole fan thing near the yeah. statues.
0: Or what I mean, maybe what we do. Is yeah. we borrow a page from our neighbors to the south and shut the bridge down, Roberto Clemente style. Yeah, you can shut the bridge down and just yeah. And all the bars and breweries over on that side of town, we we all just
2: pregame there, and we and walk the across walkover. the bridge. Ooh, that's like a soccer club. I love that. Yeah, that's what like that'd the crew cool. fans do. Like that'd be. That would be cool.
0: It'd be a logistic like a nightmare game that, that Cleveland would never support, but we can dream.
2: <laughs> it was glorious <laughs> the, to the see. The city it.
0: would shut that
2: down in a second. They're like, "You want to do what? No, nope." It would be cool. Go- it was. It was pretty amazing to see the images from the Muni lot with the Browns return. That was oh, that was speaking awesome. of the Muni lot, yeah, especially. you know, yeah, those so images good. were
1: cool. Like all of the like aerial um, drone camera shots were great. And, like, I, I always yeah. love seeing that. I love seeing the pictures of all the campers and stuff, like, the night before. And then what I really love is yeah. seeing all the fights that happen in the Muni lot. Yeah, like, I was in the like, 4 p.m. Like, there was. I'll have to send it to you, Fabs, if you haven't seen it. But there's an epic fight in the Muni lot where, like, first it just starts off with, like, a couple of drunk dudes, like, throwing haymakers. And then, like. Five more guys jump in, and they like crash through a table, and like
0: all the food goes flying. <laughs> like it's really. Were they brutal. all Browns like, fans? Yes. Oh yeah, just oh, drunk as god. shit Browns fans. It the was, stuff that great. I saw was Browns fans on Browns fans. Yeah.
1: Oh Brown on, my god. Yeah, Browns on Browns fan violence.
2: Uh, Appa- apparently, people were lining up as early as Saturday morning, and then waiting all day Saturday in line outside the Muni lot. <laughs>
1: I could ima- I could see why tensions would have flared by 4 p.m. on Sunday, and people would be beating yes. each other's asses after wasting their entire yes.
2: weekend. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine that being a fun way to spend a weekend. If I'm like, you know, like Steve, like when we were 25 and like rowdy and no, didn't no, have yeah. families, like oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Like, you know, like oh yeah, let's get a like rent a camper or like get and then like and just we'll party just, for two days. P- pee in the alley and like or wear diapers and like it's will be great. But now that sounds like I would have to be paid a significant amount of money to to show up on Saturday morning and just like wait there with other people.
1: Yeah, and like be getting texts from my my wife be like the kids are really crazy today. Like Yeah where are
0: you?
2: Where are you? (laughs) You said you were going for milk. what's this charge for united flight where, where did you go oh don't i went i'm i'm going to the muni lot i don't know what that means it's in cleveland i'll, I'll be back please, monday please just come back also the best with the text from your significant other is like when they agree on like a guy's weekend to watch the kids the first like if it's like a three-day like experience the first like day is like oh my God, like have the best time. The second is like, oh yeah, they're like acting up. The third is like, these kids are the fucking worst. Yeah. Like this isn't <laughs> happening again. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'll be, I'm I'm, I'm you coming owe off. me. <laughs> yeah, you, you owe, owe me. me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When are you going to be back? What's your ETA?
2: Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Your flight landed an hour and a half ago. Why aren't
0: you home now? I know for a fact. That it only takes forty five minutes from the airport. I'm just facetiming
2: with Steve and Chris. Like they just got back too. I'm I'm getting in my car at the airport. I'll be home soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That'll be the Vegas weekend in a few years when the Browns yeah, exa- play the
2: Raiders. Exactly. Oh my god. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that? Do we know do we have any relative idea of when that would it's be? It's not on the docket
0: yet. No, it's not on the docket yet. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely going. Yeah. Ahead. I'm just even prepping my wife for a trip to Orchard Park next year. Mm. Like, look, there's going to be a day where I'm gone. Unless it's December, oh, yeah. I'm not going to Buffalo in freaking December.
2: Like, just not happening. Yeah. Okay, well, AFC West is at home next year with whatever place we finish, okay. Yeah. We do get Tom Brady in Cleveland. Yeah, we have a cool schedule next year. We do. I like
0: next year's schedule. That's a good one.
1: Not to take away from our glorious football talk, which, uh, by the way, anybody who follows us on social media uh, we are doing our weekly s- picks against the spread, so uh, please don't bet, as of right now, please don't bet real money with us, because we're all losers. Yeah, So yeah, We're all losers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a real war of attrition the here, of but
0: and yeah, if you're yeah not just bet against us. Well, on social, you should be on social following us, because we post some amazing
2: content. Uh, yeah, so we do. get Such on as that these at spreads. Calpino Pod. Yeah. Okay, well, 2024 looks like 2024 The the browns would go to vegas yeah because we play the west again the entire and they would flip it let's see 2024 so we would go to
1: my kids are three years older they practically are
2: watching themselves at that point i'm out dude i know my youngest is six now it's gravy baby i'll be yeah, back gonna on be- wednesday
1: yeah, <laughs> It's going to be a Wednesday to Wednesday thing
2: <laughs> I got to bet on Monday Night Football and maxion on Tuesday night
1: Oh Boy, god yeah. you're at some like it's, it's disgusting a casino betting on like Eastern <laughs> Michigan and like
0: you know Tulane Feb's yeah, is I'm like, like, Febs is like look guys guys look <laughs> look I found a great bargain it's only 17 blocks off the strip it has a one and a half Yelp review, but let me tell but you how much money I'm saving. There's for sports bets. books,
2: though. I'm getting an extra point and a half on Central Michigan. Yeah, like- Can you believe it?
1: <laughs> it's a, and it's actually just in like some dude's garage in like a, in like <laughs> yeah. an area of Vegas. It's like some dude's car- Carl's garage. It's got a TV. This is a cool part. <laughs> Man cave.
2: Hey, this is a cool part of Vegas. They shot a lot of the homicide scenes from CSI in this neighborhood. <laughs> this is a really up-and-coming, trendy area, guys. Trust me.
0: Hey, speaking of CSI little, uh, in Las Vegas,
1: I did watching the games now for the first couple of weeks. I've now been unfortunately privy to the fact that they've brought back CSI
0: Vegas.
2: I might watch it because I like CSI really I I did
1: leave.
0: If it was if it was in your heart. Ted Danson really was leave. on it for a while.
1: I yeah. think, yeah. Ted Danson was on it, which means it had to have been like relatively decent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah.
2: but yes. No, I watching football. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what CBS is like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Forcing yeah. people to watch weekly.
1: I do hate having to like endure all of the commercials for their their bullshit shows constantly yeah. uh, every Sunday. But I, you know, I make it happen.
0: The number one most watched show of all time. Ugh. God. It's like yeah because you're you're getting everybody who is still at the Nielsen box. Exactly. Your target your target demo is like 75 plus. CBS. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps getting higher. <laughs> it just, well, it does. I mean it does. Yeah. I think like younger.
1: I have a feeling that CBS just counts like TVs that were left on in doctors offices and like nursing homes. Yes. It's like that counts.
0: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> As part of our households, I, which which to kind of circle back around makes you wonder why has baseball not partnered with CBS? Oh my God! Let that uh, simmer for a second. That's a great question. Oh my! You God. know,
2: why well, isn't is CBS is a Turner not, property?
0: Isn't it? It is, but so why like, are they not on CBS? Because they're only yeah, on like CBS. game of the
1: Week.
0: Yeah, that'd be that's interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. There should be, like, a Sunday afternoon, like, matinee for, like, the old timers. Like, every Sunday on CBS. TBS does some of those, but, like, if
1: CBS took, like, a Saturday, I would love it if, like, I would actually prefer if CBS did, like, a Saturday night game during the summer. Like, what the hell else are you
0: playing? Well, I mean, that's not their target demo, dude. They need people who are eating dinner by by 3 3 Well, Some of the old people stay up late on Saturday.
2: They always have golf on Sundays, though. Oh, they do have the golf. Do a Saturday, so, do the Saturday, Saturday game. Day? game. 7 p.m. That's actually a great all, question mean, but, I've never but, thought of. Yeah, I love that question.
0: Why they don't have, why it's not on CBS.
2: That's, I don't know.
0: Like, not even the
1: playoffs. That's
2: games.
0: right to Manfred. That's right to Manfred. We're going to get him on. It's it's inevitable. He's going to catch wind and he'll come out as a, yeah. California Peter League? No, that's, that's some other schmucks. No.
2: Manfred much- would stay on for probably a minute 30 with us. And then Ooh. I would do something to ruin the interview. I was yeah. going to say,
0: what What would the over under on
2: his length of
0: stay? be? We'll stay I, minute. Think, yeah.
2: I think Steve and Chris, I think you two guys would do really well. But then I would ask like a question that like, I wouldn't just be like, Hey, how big is your dick? <laughs> 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 I, but I would ask like some question that was like controversial in his lawyer mind. About like getting a new demographic, and he'd be like, "Okay, we agreed not to talk about this." I'm by. <laughs> These
0: say, were not the agreed upon questions, right?
2: It would he'd would be so <laughs> by the book and like boring. Yeah, we can keep
0: working. We can keep working. But to as
2: it he's old. telling yeah. us off, then I would be like, "How big's your dick?
1: How big's your to dick?" Make, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make it go good and it's like and it's like frozen, and he like can't get it to like he can't get out of the room, so he's like stuck with us. At, like as you're like screaming that at him. how do i get out of this program
0: (laughs) this darn computer won't stop
1: (laughs) (laughs) well this is a tough segue into uh minor league pitching but i'm gonna try and do it anyway (laughs) all Um, right do it let's go for it our beloved rubber ducks well i guess rubber dicks if we wanted to uh keep the penis stuff nice the penis angle so the rubber ducks. you always have
0: been fond of calling them that
2: who I love is hearing it? about your Is single.
1: Like, yeah. Anybody over the age of like 13 definitely calls them the Rubber Dicks. And they are the AA Northeast uh, or in the AA Northeast Championship Series against the uh, Bowie Bay Sox. Bowie? Bay? Bowie? Bowie? Um, Bowie? Bowie? I believe. Yeah. I think it's Bowie. 99% yeah. positive. Sure. We'll roll with it. Bowie Bay Sox. Uh, they are in that best of five series. And the only reason I'm really bringing that up is because... Peyton Battenfield uh, pitched in game one and he pitched seven innings, gave up uh, one run on one hit and had 10 strikeouts and no walks. So our boy <laughs> had it, quite the game in, uh, I would say, the pressure packed AA playoffs. So I was thinking as I looked at that line, it was just like, holy hell, that's fantastic. Is I'm thinking he's 24 years old. He is
0: 100% going to be in Cleveland next year. Like, At some point, he yeah, will be here. I think, I think he starts the season in Columbus just to get, you know, a handful of starts. But he's another guy to add to the list that by June, I think you might be able to go. What's Battenfield up to? I can't wait. Well, here's, a, require, here's a question like, for
2: you. A tremendous bat for Bieber and he becomes Bieber in like three years. I wonder, man.
1: You know who I think might be like in danger of possibly losing a rotation spot or like possibly being even traded? I have a name. Zach Pleasak. Yep. I think I think his I think there's a very real chance the Indians could be looking at moving him. I mean, I know is he's having a rough year and he got hurt and everything, but even after coming back, I think he's got like a I think his since he's come back in July, is he already like five. I don't know. There's just uh, a feeling that I have that like a team would be willing to take on like a 27 year old who's had two very very good years and one rough season. Anybody who needs pitching depth would be all about it. I could see, but that dude, major league Steve, talent right there. Like,
2: like he's ten and six though this year. That's crazy. You can buy you, you can make a team be like, oh, well, he had the injury and he still won ten games. Like, that ups the value. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's
1: still, even with his ERA being what it he's is, still he's still valuable. Still like, he's still, like, got an ERA plus of, like, 96. So he's still almost league average with the rough year that
0: he's had. I was going to say, 90% of teams, he's, like, at worst, a three. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Most teams, he's, like, a two.
1: Yeah. I mean, i on mean, the
0: there's a the handful year, of teams. There's a handful of teams where it's like, well, you know, a healthy dot. If, if the Dodgers rolled back their whole rotation, uh, minus his buddy. That's fair. Yeah, because he might be our who, four next
2: year with with uh, Quantrill. He might be our
0: five. You're right. Yeah. McKinney he might be step. our six. I mean, yeah. There's, oh, I love there's Cody so Morris. We got Cody Morris who we haven't seen yet. We have. Uh, Eli Morgan, who's been pitching well. Logan Allen, still uh, an option. Logan Allen. The other Logan Allen. Uh, Yes. Battenfield. (laughs) Yep. I mean. It never ends. And I know I'm missing a name or two. Yeah, I, I could very
1: easily. I mean, you could go to the Yankees and be like, hey, Zach Plesak and a prospect for Luke Voigt. I could see them saying yes.
2: Yeah. He could be. He'd That's be there it. too. He'd be there too right now with their injuries.
1: You figure with Garrett Cole, Severino, and Zach Plesac, they'd be like, yeah, we could roll with that. We we yeah. would definitely go with that. That makes sense, and it, and it really works for both parties because it's like we have all the pitching in the world, and we need a bat. And Luke Voigt scares me a little bit because it's not like he's done it all that long, and he's like already thirty years old. So actually, I yeah. don't know if I'd make that deal. But like, or the Winker proposition that you have there honestly
0: that. that the winker oh, like one that, that makes a ton of sense because i mean it always seems that the reds are struggling for arms or the uh the pirates and brian reynolds the you know you guys want
1: some friggin you want yeah some d- the only pitching? thing
0: i'm concerned about is is he a little too
1: old for them but do they say all right well you're gonna be a guy that we sign for like six years and you can be like our 35 yeah you know you can be our our vet that we have when like you know maybe someday we can tend well
0: because they're about to lose a bunch of guys too they're about to lose you know potentially tyler anderson and um well he's gone There was another there was or yeah he's yeah there was another guy in their rotation at mid-season that i thought was a free agent at year's
2: end I think the Reds definitely make that deal.
0: Especially if they're thinking about,
1: like, moving on from anybody in the rotation currently.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, also if you're an Indians know. fan, like, not only do you want them to extend or expand the, the playoffs, the uh, the number of wildcard teams to help our team, but then you have all these teams that are now in the mix for, like, trades. Because the Reds are, what, like, three games back, three and a half back from the Cardinals? They'd be in the playoffs. And then they'd actually have a pitcher who could give them a shot to get out of that first round, that best of three uh, series. So yeah, I and think it costs great for them.
0: them is you know a 28 year old outfielder.
2: Right. They have so much hitting; they don't need him. They're pitching terrible. Yeah, the Reds. Reds
1: just need. Well, the Reds need bullpen help more than anything. So I don't even know. But I still think they do it. Well, I mean, they never have too many obvious. Arms. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I mean. Their pitching staff's not bad, but like, do you want to try and rely on like Wade Miley again? No. So I could see if they, you know, I could I could definitely see that being the case. So yeah, I could see him being uh, an interesting target uh, possibly in the offseason. or the Indians could stand pat and be like, hey, here's our fifth starter who had like a sub two and a half ERA in 2020. So
0: we're we're okay. (laughs) We're fine. No, but that that is a name and. I could totally see them moving on, especially if, especially at the deadline, if some of these younger guys who are lower in the system are just blowing people away. Mm -hmm. I mean, they did take like 18 pitchers this draft. So. Yeah. I mean, well, you gonna, know, it's it's prepping for we'll in like two years be, when we talk about the log jam of pitchers instead of yes. the log jam of shortstops and second baseman, the
1: inevitable loss of Shane Bieber they're preparing for. And then in the in the short run, like if you had to choose someone right now with the emergence of like Quantrill and McKenzie to be like, look, if you had to acquire a bat, like a legit bat, you could go to a team and be like. This is a guy who has a proven track record in the major leagues. He's 20. He'll be he'll be 27, I think. And like, yeah, he had a down year this year and he got hurt. But like, clearly, you know, he's got the stuff to help your your staff. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's one of your top three pitchers in your rotation. So like any team that needs pitching help, you could go to and like easily make that sell. So and you're going to you know, if you want like a legit bat, you're going to have to give up talent like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like people, you know, people don't understand that is like if That's you want be
2: the. I was looking at the red. He'd be their number two starter, based on like performance this year. Then they'd have a decent like top three with like Wade Miley, Polisak, and uh, Tyler Mao, who was like twelve. Well, you still six. would have
1: Sonny Gray and Luis Castillo and Sonny, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sunny Gray and Luis. So yeah, you're one through five. Now all of a sudden you're they'd be like pretty in NL Central. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they they'd be pretty legit. That'd be in nice, sneaky. Sneaky mm-hmm. rotation. They could they could contend with uh, with the Brewer with the Brew group.
0: Yeah, and Apparently they have the, the Cardinals
2: now. You win the Central or the East, man. You're not going to face anybody in the West <laughs> until the uh, NLCS. The way everything is right now,
1: dude. How about how about that? Like, uh, if the Dodgers don't win the division, which like I think they're only like a game out or something like that, but like, could you imagine the Dodgers getting like ousted in like a one game playoff?
2: Against, like, no, against the Cardinals, the Cardinals? Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. who who oh. sport
1: like a million 40-year-olds on that team?
2: Dude, yeah, and also like you're the Giants, you're on pace to win like 103 games. Oh, you're rewarded, you have to play the second best team in baseball in the NLDS.
1: If like the Dodgers win the wild if card, if the Dodgers win that yeah. one game
2: game. Right. Yeah, it's insane.
1: I mean, the thing about baseball though is like pfft. Whether you play them in the DS or championship, it's like you got you're gonna have to play them soon, you know. So it's like you might, I guess, you might as well just get it out of the way. But yeah, the Brewers are yeah, like, I mean, no, that's cool, man. The- I don't need to. We don't need to catch you. We'll we'll just go play like the yeah. Braves. That's fine. Yeah,
2: yeah. I we mean, like our play the Dodgers, playing playing do them best of five, yeah, going seven games with the Dodgers pitching.
1: That's true. Best of five at least gives you like an opportunity to be like, if we catch them like nap in game one or something like that.
2: Yeah,
1: it's gonna be fun though.
2: It is, and San I'm Francisco has that funky s outfield, where it's just like that. It's a little bit of a nightmare for uh, for uh, outfielders. Yeah, it just
1: doesn't. I get. I guess I. Uh, you know, the baseball gods told us we we had enough time without the both the Giants and the Cardinals in the playoffs, and said you. Sons of bitches are getting it back.
0: You best believe we're doubling <laughs> down this year. It's like,
1: I guess there were too many years where we didn't have like the friggin' Dodgers, Cardinals and Giants all together in the world in the playoffs yet again. So they were it was like, guess what? Well, bitch, They're you're, back.
2: You're only going to get one of them in the, uh, the NLCS. So
1: dude, that's true. Um, because I mean, at this point it's pretty set. So it's going to be either the Brewers or the Braves against like whoever Dude, I give me like a Brewers race. Give me the most chaos you could imagine in baseball.
2: I <sighs> baseball would, love that. would throw up on themselves. I Mil- would love that. You thought, I you every thought the talk
0: surrounding the NBA finals in the cities was bad. Oh, imagine a Milwaukee Tampa Bay World Series. I
2: would be super happy for Milwaukee.
0: Yeah. Not Tampa? Honestly, oh, I would
2: eat shit. Well, just, just the, because of the NBA. Oh, the team, I mean, or you mean the, the city? city
1: the city oh okay the city. oh yeah yeah no tampa bay doesn't deserve the rays you're you're absolutely right about that
2: yeah they they just they've want they just want a fucking super bowl and they just want a stanley cup well <laughs> they're, 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 and they're world world just shit baseball
1: fans they're just shit fans
2: they are they're so bad i mean part of me also wants to see a houston dodgers world series with Do- like crazy oh, dodger fans the reman yes. shit at houston yes. yeah
1: that would be great that would be pretty fucking sweet actually how cool. many
0: people would get arrested just <laughs> oh smuggling things so in to many make noise arrests
2: at those Dodger games?
0: Oh God! I would be like to see Zach
2: Granke win one too. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I'm I indifferent
0: think- to that part. I don't know why. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I am mean, like, just indifferent. Like
1: whatever. I don't know, man. He, he's pretty cool. I like that he just reinvents himself and throws like 50 mile an hour
0: efas pitches. I'm like, in, I'm into that. <laughs> so. <laughs> So here's actually a good, like, a good legit question. Rays Brewers World Series generates absolutely no buzz. Correct. Tickets to go see
2: who would be the home team? The uh, Rays would be the home team.
0: The Rays would be the, would have home team. Yeah, they do it by record. Yeah. So let's call it. Game five tickets are twenty bucks. Flight is <laughs> twenty bucks. One fifty. <laughs> twenty dollars. <laughs> Secondary market, man.
2: Okay, Even in okay.
0: Seventy dollars. Seventy. Seventy dollars.
2: See, I think it would be expensive in Milwaukee. Milwaukee fans are. Like yeah, free. in Milwaukee.
0: I was saying in Tampa.
2: But oh, your yeah. trip okay, overall so might be cheaper to go to Milwaukee. because you could drive? To you Milwaukee. could drive.
0: We could drive from Cleveland to Milwaukee. That's well, you're an easy drive. And I so say seventy get, bucks to go to Tampa. Bucks. Seventy dollars to get into the game yeah. for the ticket, and let's say the flight you find for like a
2: buck fifty round trip. I think I might do that. One night stay. Yeah, you I can do the I whole would, thing under four hundred dollars. I think
0: I'd consider that.
1: If it was like a if it was a weekend game, if it was like a if we got lucky and there was like a Saturday game. Oh, now there's all these stipulations. I mean, I don't know if I could <laughs> just like randomly take off during like no. a Tuesday. So a Tuesday.
0: It's a Tuesday. For a, for it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday for a
2: Brewers a Brewers
0: Rays World Series game. <laughs> I might just I might just mortgage the last remaining vacation days I have. Yeah, this is all I, mean, I, want I can for my work birthday, remote,
2: dear. I can work remote. Like, so I That's can, go. I mean, it just, yeah, I can literally just be like, yeah, having a beer. See, I would pick Milwaukee because that'd be a fun city. We could do a, a like, a, a brewery crawl during the, like, the whatever day we're there. You guys can drive there. Flights would be the same probably for either. And I don't think tickets would be that bad. I think they'd probably be like 150 to 200 for, um, yeah secondary market for the birds maybe not but if like if the I, I don't know i just don't what's crazy is like Tampa is going to be a great world series team to watch but like, yeah. people just don't give a shit about them so exactly um,
1: no. yeah they fans show up in the playoffs like they actually do for, they draw i mean I, get, I think they sell out in the playoffs but it's just the
2: regular season where it's just a complete disaster so like they draw 4000 it's there so was a gross. scandal about that they abducted like 5,000 people from retirement communities and like wheeled <laughs> them into the stadium and they had to yeah. stay there during the entire and, postseason.
1: And like played, like they played the music at like unsafe decibel levels. So that way they were just like disorienting <laughs> yeah. all the old people. And it was yes. just like,
0: yes. I, the, old,
1: <laughs> the old people were just like unsure of like where they, they were at They actually brought
0: then. the, they brought the yeah. uh, the devil rays out of the tank and they just stung them paralyzing
2: them. Yeah, Yeah, they were throwing them into the stands. Yeah, I heard
0: that. I heard that. Yeah, that happened to my friend's grandpa. Oh, God. So. Yeah. Where's TMZ breaking the snooze? I know.
2: I'm actually, like, super excited because I think we're going to get a – because, like, if it's the White Sox, that's a fun matchup. Like, to see them in the World Series, to see, like, a bunch of good young guys. Tampa's obviously, like, a great – the only one I don't want to see – well, I don't want to see Houston unless it's against the Dodgers – And Mm -hmm. I don't want to see the Red Sox under any circumstance. Like, I don't need to see the Red Sox. I also don't want to see the Yankees. Yeah. We all just need to
1: prepare ourselves for, like, a Yankees-Dodgers World Series and just get over it, you know. It'll be – we've talked about this, but it'll be, like, a Yankees-Rays ALCS. No, dude, you
2: already know what – I said this at the beginning of the year. It's going to be the Red Sox-Cardinals. It's going to be the the shitty World Series no one wants to watch between two – annoying fan bases that are holier than thou that seem to like, pop up every 5 years all and over them. yeah oh god i just i can't man
1: i wouldn't watch matt i mean like carpenter. as much as i love baseball like i would not watch that series i, no, I, I could not torture it. myself I just wouldn't I don't do i to
2: watch matt carpenter and like chris sale and them doing all their shit <laughs> oh, god <laughs> just oh oh just doing all their I shit threw up in my mouth a little bit yeah, you oh, know, man. like Boston fans, it's like it's been so hard since Brady left. It's like yeah. shut your goddamn mouth. We've had Please. a real, hard, We've had a real hard uh, eighteen months,
0: guys. Yeah, it was really Tom tough left. when Alex Cora left and then came back, and like also
1: like that like three year gap between winning a World Series. Like I, you just don't understand the pain that like we go through. Chara left us too. Oh yeah, <laughs> after winning like eight cups, ugh. Uh, Chris, uh, before we wrap things up here, did you, I know you have you have mentioned him you teased him I did tease but I want you to know your prospect
0: well, actually, I'm gonna take a step back because there was a really interesting article that I found too about some late bloomers. and I know you had yeah. uh, spoken about the one in an article you wrote a couple weeks ago, but um, it was an MLB.com article and they named uh, Richie, uh, how, I don't know how Placios. Yeah, I guess that's how you pronounce his last name, but he's a 24 year old second baseman outfielder type. And it got mm-hmm. me thinking about other older prospects. And we mentioned Cody Morris before, uh, Peyton Battenfield, Connor Pilkington also made the list and also the one thing i forgot to mention too when we were talking about Battenfield, guys take a look at luplo's number the rest of the way i mean are they I'm i've, just I've saying, seen him hit a few homers are I'm they good i'm just saying he, he has like 3 home runs and like 8 rbi and like i want to say like 69 at bats and he's batting like a solid like 200 yeah. So the fact that we got Battenfield, who still is a prospect, but, you know. I mean,
2: hey, it man, just,
1: it's I'm, absolutely worth I'm rolling all the dice it. on
0: that.
2: 100%. Again, 100%. If, you're, if you're a GM who's for some reason listening to our podcast and the Indians or the Rays are trading with you and ask for a pitching prospect it's just a throw-in, don't. It's like, never mind, trade's off the table, I'm good.
1: Yo. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry, wait. Hold on a second. I got I got to go we do
2: were something. Good until this point. I got to take a shit. Machine. I got to hang up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: The fax machine won't work. Hey, that's a Cleveland problem. That's a, a Browns, Browns issue. That, that's yeah. that's only, Not uh, anymore. That really that's happens. the old Browns. Yeah, that's yeah, the, older the old regime
2: exactly.
1: They got new fax machines. <laughs> yeah.
0: Another guy made that list of guys that I was just pulling who were a little bit older who it looked like from what I could tell struggled the last like week of the season but and I did tease him so thank you for catching that Steve but mm-hmm. Steve Stephen Kwan he's a 24 uh, year old outfielder with the Clippers who he took in the fifth round of the 2018 draft in. 51 games in Akron and 17 games in Columbus this year. His slash line was 335, 410, 538. And he had 29 extra base hits. Uh, the other wow. interesting note like is that he, he was mostly a center fielder, but he did play all three outfield spots. So... Kind of based on everything I could find on him, kind of projects more in line with like a fourth outfield prospect. I don't really see him having enough staying power, but another interesting name to now maybe toss into that fourth outfield uh, competition. Um, well, between him Daniel and Daniel Johnson has uh, exited stage right. Because yeah. of lack of playing time. Yeah, it'll be
1: interesting in the spring. So uh, you know, guys like him and yeah. Oscar Gonzalez um trying to have good springs, ultimately probably landing them still in yeah. AAA. But like, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that that is a name that is not I mean
0: honestly not been on my radar. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was on a lot of people's radar. I I believe he's Rule Five eligible. I have to double check. Oh God! So if he is. Knows? Then forget about it. Yeah. I don't know if they. I don't know if the team but, would even be able to put him on. But I mean, anybody who's hitting 335 in the upper leagues, you know, at least catches your attention. And again, he's 24 years old, so I mean, it's kind of unfortunately make or break time for him. You are correct. He is my handy dandy little rule five chart that i've got he is rule five eligible this year eligible yeah. so we'll see maybe he gets protected maybe he gets taken by oh a team like the pirates maybe yeah he's a piece along with the aforementioned zach please to the pirates for oh brian you know, reynolds action like brian reynolds yeah i don't know
1: just, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna try and make that trade happen. Putting
2: stuff out there, yeah, we're, we're just we're gonna, pushing <laughs> it into reality. I love it.
1: I, I like this new angle we're taking. We've yet to include Zach Plec in any of our hypothetical trade talks, so maybe that lubes him up a little bit.
0: We'll see. Yep. But you know what? Again, they're they'd be trading from an area of depth.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah, in an area um, that they've proven they can develop very quickly and turn around an entire rotation over the course of like two seasons.
1: And if you had to make a bold move, if you had to get, if you had to get crazy and make a bold step for your team and your offense and your future, that would be it. And and it wouldn't feel like you were going out on like this huge ledge. Obviously there's always the risk involved, but that one would feel relatively safe for both sides. And like everybody would win. You're trading from an area of depth. For a position of need, a tra- like and and he would be like uh, saying as a Brian Reynolds, that's like a transformative type of player for this lineup.
0: Well, it suddenly it suddenly makes your lineup. I mean, at that point, you know, think of an outfield, a starting outfield of Reynolds, Straw, and Harold Ramirez. Those are three guys who can all hit 270-plus easily. Now, Straw and Ramirez don't have the power that Reynolds has. so they don't need it. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. But you, you have two guys who have hit 30 home runs from you at DH and third base. Right. I like it. I don't know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun this offseason. I hope so. it should be it feels like it it feels like out
1: of even necessity it'll have to be for cleveland so uh so we will see all right i think that will wrap up our home stretch episode we'll be back next week uh getting closer to wrapping things up for the year and then uh before we dive into like the postseason and then getting into some offseason stuff so be sure to we've already told you to follow us on social but if you aren't yet please do at Pod. And uh, we'll check you guys later. How
2: big's your dick?